Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. You're listening to Molly on a Trip, music around Paris on Paris Underground Radio. Salut! You have reached Molly on a Trip, music around Paris. My name is Molly, and I'm a former music executive, and I moved to Paris in 2022 for an adult gap year, kind of a post-COVID YOLO vibe. In the podcast, I'll be talking to musicians, songwriters, producers, and executives, both traveling and natives, about what they like to do here. I was interested in where they like to play shows, where they hang out, what kind of art they like to check out, where their favorite neighborhoods are, and my personal favorite is finding out where they like to eat and drink. Hope you enjoy. Today, we're going to be talking to the artist Flavia. She is somewhat based in LA, but a very nomadic girl, wonderful pop artist, very kind, very interesting, and she's a wonderful human who loves, loves, loves Paris. So it was wonderful to talk to her. She had some really, really beautiful insights about the city to share with us. So if you would like to check her out, Flavia.la is her website. And from there, you can link to all the different music channels. Hello, Flavia and everybody. Welcome to Maliana Trip, music around Paris. And today we are talking to the artist Flavia. Hello, how are you? Hello, thank you for having me to talk about all things Paris, which there's really nothing better to be talking about this morning. <laughs> I agree. I actually wanted to start with just like a little bit about you and your music and for listeners that aren't familiar with you or, you know, anyone, what do you, uh, what do you want to tell them about yourself? Yeah, I am an indie independent pop artist and songwriter, performer, currently living nomadically for the last few years, but previously before that in Los Angeles for 10 years and uh, having grown up in Europe before that. So kind of a little bit of a child of the world. But yeah, music and art, music and acting and, and art are very much my passions and part of my, my soul journey at this time. Did you grow up listening to music a lot as a kid? Was it in your household? Was it something that your parents, you know, taught you or... How did you get into it? My mom is Italian and her father, my grandfather, would play a lot of like classic Italian arias. Cool. And so it was around, but in a very different way. There weren't any musicians in my family. And it was something my mom said since I was, since my first formation of words, it was like, I'm going to be a singer. Like how a two-year-old even knows, 
you know, what that <laughs> means. Um, and most kids kind of change their minds along the way a thousand times. And mine was just like fortified. It was, it was always this. So it very much as cheesy as it may sound felt like it's just what I came, you know, came out of the, out of the womb. Like this is what I'm doing. <laughs> so. Right. Right. That's beautiful. Which is good because you need to be resilient for this industry. <laughs> so certainly true. I mean, I know it's hard to like choose a child, but if there was a song from your entire catalog that you kind of feel really special and it like really represents you, is it your newest thing? Is it something you wrote, you know, back in the day? Like what's something that people could go to and you should be like the first song you should listen to of mine to like welcome people into your music? What would it be? Yeah, I think what's amazing about music is that it kind of represents life for me. It's always changing. Like everything I'm singing about or writing about or the style in which, you know, I'm shaping my productions really changes with my my cycle, life cycle and my mood and where I'm living and what I'm listening to. And so I think why it's so hard for artists to pick favorites is because it's just represents different. I don't want to speak for argument, but for me, it represents different times in my life and they're all special for different reasons. But I definitely am really excited about the new stuff coming out. I have a song coming out on Wednesday called Angel, and that one's really just beautiful and special. Some of my favorite music that I've ever written is, is coming out really soon. So that's so exciting. In two days. Yeah, people can hear Angel. Otherwise, Ripe is a super fun kind of just banger. Very fun song. I love that song. And it's a great music video for people that like music videos. Yeah. And actually that leads me to my next question. What is your summer looking like? What does 2023 look like for you? I mean, like you said, and we'll get into the travel stuff, but do you have plans for releases, for tours, for music videos? Is there any, like, what's the, what's it look like for you creatively? I'm currently in Los Angeles for three weeks, just like working, grinding on a, an album, which is really exciting. So the album won't be coming for a while, but I have singles prepped to steadily release every four to six weeks in for the next, um, all through the summer and fall. So that's really exciting to finally be ahead of the kind of release schedule a little bit to actually have stuff ready and not just be scrambling to kind of feed the music machine. Um, so a lot of exciting music. And hopefully some touring. Well, I'll, I'll, I just signed with a wonderful booking agent in London. So hopefully some, some touring coming up and, um, definitely a lot of beautiful visual art just to kind of start merging the, the sonic and, and visual realms. I haven't been doing music videos in a little while and I'm feeling really ready to kind of jump back in creating the visual side of things. So. But a lot of releases and, you know, I've been writing a lot for other artists as well. So. Oh, cool. I have kind of a lot of releases on all fronts, whether it's features or other artists releasing stuff that I've written with them. So that's exciting. There's just a lot of content coming out this year. Yeah. It seems really fun to me to be able to write for other people also while you, while doing a project because you can have a different outlet and just sort of put a different hat on for a little bit and kind of get into a different space. Like it's a fun place to play. It's so beautiful for me to help be able to tell other people's stories, you know, in a way that hopefully feels authentic to them, but just to people don't realize how interesting their stories are. Like I go into a session, they're just telling me about their life and I'm like listening, but like ferociously typing. I'm like, this is gold. This is all, you know, but people when, when we speak don't necessarily know that what we're saying is, is super interesting for someone to hear. So you can mirror that for them. That's, that's really interesting. Yeah. It's, I love it. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about it. So. Paris, France. Oh, my love. You know, we, you and I have obviously 
had some hangs there and we both have a deep love for it. And I'd love to hear kind of when you found your love for Paris and yeah, like when did you discover that you loved it? I have such like Paris is, I mean, I'm obviously not alone in this, but I have such a love for Paris and France. My mother never fails to remind me that I was conceived in France. So (laughs) I'm like, this is why I'm so connected to France. Like they came into this earth in France. So, and I have a lot of French relatives and grew up in and out of France and Italy. So there's always kind of been a connection to the language and the culture. So that history is there. But I think when I first got to Paris, it's the first city I've ever been to where it I feel like it helped to make me the best version of myself. I was Mm. so much more in tune with my like intuition, my femininity. I had come from maybe like this like LA workaholism, super masculine goals, action. And I got to Paris right after that. And it was like curiosity and wonder and exploration. And I felt empowered and I felt in tune with like what my insides were communicating to me, even if it was just like, go down that street, even though it's the opposite way of where you're supposed to be going right now. And it would always lead me to some kind of crazy experience and connection and some wonderment that was really special. And I think that just something really came alive in me in Paris and something really healed that I'm just, I'm still very in awe of her every time I go back. Is there anything, is it like the architecture, the smells, the food, or is it kind of just this amalgamation of all of it together? I think there's like a secret in Paris and she wants you, and you may never figure out what it is. And that's part of understanding what the secret is. But I think she just, she asks of people to live fully. And I've traveled so much. I've lived nomadically. I grew up all around the world. I have so many favorite places in this world, but there's never been a city. I find cities really disconnect people from who they are. You know, whenever I hear so many people talking about, oh, when I was in nature, when I'm here, I feel so much more connected to, you know, the land and myself and my body and my breath, whatever, whatever that may be. And Paris is the only city I've been to where she just connects me so deeply into myself and my desires and my curiosity. So yeah, I feel like she, all she asks of people is that you, you know, you live fully and that you, you squeeze the zest of life, which is a big ask and also not a big one because it's not that difficult to do in Paris. (laughs) And I think also showing up authentically, it really feels like that's an important part of the city is just like be yourself and like be here. And I love that. There's a beautiful like rawness, grittiness to, at least I find my encounters there, whether it's, you know, when you're in, you know, with in a park or whether you're in a food experience, everything is just feels so close to the surface and raw and just like, yeah, kind of no, no BS and everything's sexy in Paris, you know, like everything is sexy in Paris. Reading a book is sexier than anywhere else in the world. (laughs) And reading is pretty sexy to me. So that's saying a lot. I agree. But it's everything. I mean, the architecture, the nature, the parks, the food, wine tastes different in Paris. I don't really drink that much wine anywhere in the world. You know, the conversations, the language, the music, the placement of where sound is. I'm a, you know, I speak multiple languages. And so I love sound and, and placement of language within our throats and voices and everything about everything about it. I'm like, oh God. And she's constantly revealing new intriguing ways to me. So yeah, I think you put that beautifully. Have you played Paris? And if so, how was that? And also second part of that question is where do you like to see music in Paris? Have you gone to a lot of concerts and what's your experience with live music there? 
I haven't played because over the last three years, the, you know, the months that I've spent there on and off have been very pandemic-y. I would love to play there. I weirdly feel this. I mean, I would love to play, you know, an amazing, big, beautiful venue. But for the first time, I think coming from LA where I was playing all these like full pop shows with all my, I have this one woman show with where I play drum pad and synth and guitar and like all these gadgets. And somehow in Paris, it's like back to this raw thing. I was like, I want to go to some kind of piano bar and just like come back to basics. I want to like sit there with a guitar or piano and just serenade people with like voice and piano, which is not something I've done in quite a while. It's been these big productions and these big shows. So I was feeling this kind of itching to to just strip it back there. And I have seen some amazing music in Paris is incredible. I mean, everything from jazz nights to crazy, beautiful salsa along the Seine. I've had some friends come through Paris who I saw live. I've seen Fletcher a couple times there and Blue de Tigre. So that's really nice that like anyone in LA that comes through Paris, you know, I get to kind of be their one homie in Paris that comes to the show. It's really nice. I think seeing live music, and I think you're totally right, because I'm coming out of LA, I was, you know, it's just a lot of concerts, like just going to see a lot of bands and gigs and artists and everything from the hotel cafe, the small, intimate, more singer songwriter, all the way up to, you know, pop shows. And I have really enjoyed how much kind of outdoors music there is in Paris. Like you're just, there's just a brass band playing on the sun and you just, stop and hang out. There's just all this live music and it's been really fun to be exposed to a lot of different musical styles and cultures and just by walking down the street, not even because I chose to. And it's it's fantastic. I mean, I had one night, you know, I summoned a lover to Paris, <laughs> my new partner and the irony of like, there are, you know, so many lovers in Paris that I'm like flying mine in from Ireland. But... <laughs> But even just like walking down across a bridge and there's some someone playing saxophone and it's traveling on the wind. And like my senses in Paris are just so heightened. You're like looking out at this extraordinary view with this amazing saxophone and you're next to this person you love and you're like, what, how is this real life right now? You know, but there's so much, like you said, music on every, there's so many like walking experiences and you get these little, you know, five minute tastes of it. And then you keep walking and then up the road, there's some other different taste of music and a lot of music in parks as well, like big concert park concerts, which I love. So it's, it's, there's a really wide palette of music in Paris. I found. If you're enjoying this episode of music around Paris, you may also be interested in our sister podcast, romancing in Paris, where Lily will help you find the most romantic spots here. Molly on a trip, music around Paris. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Vernon, 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 the heating and cooling specialist. The name says it all. When you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years, well, you get really good at it. Get your heating or cooling system tuned by a Vernon specialist today for only $69. Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings or the tune-up is free. Now that's a value. Go to vernonheating.com. Vernonheating.com. Bonjour, mes amis. In the heart of your busy day, find a moment of peace and pleasure at La Madeleine. Imagine a cozy corner of France just for you. Whether you choose to relax by the warm glow of the fireplace or indulge in the art of French conversation on the patio, La Madeleine offers the perfect escape. And now, for a limited time, enjoy La Madeleine's Douai Magnifique for just $9.99. 
That's a melted-to-perfect four-cheese grilled cheese sandwich paired with a cup of their famous tomato basil soup. It's the quintessential pairing, just right for the season. At La Madeleine, they cherish the French tradition of fresh cuisine, crafted with ingredients and recipes that have been lovingly passed down through generations. It's not just a meal, it's an experience. A little piece of France you can call your own. Find your local La Madeleine at lamadeleine.com. Escape the ordinary. Savor the Douai Magnifique. Visit lamadeleine.com today. Bon appétit. And now, back to Molly on a trip, music around Paris. And then in terms of just Slavia and Paris, do you have favorite neighborhoods to hang out in? Do you have favorite places to eat? Do you have favorite places to drink? In terms of time spent, is there any sort of tips that you love? I love to experience. It kind of depends on what someone's mood is. I like a lot of foreign food as well. Two of my favorite just like food flavor dining experiences. One is called Les Frères Lomières, and that's in the 18th, right near uh, Bouchamont Park, which is one of my favorite parks. It's really beautiful. Sorry, not in the 18th, in the 19th. And then Django is one in the 18th. And these are places where everything I've tried, you know, sometimes you have a really good dish on a menu. And then other times some, you know, everything I've tried there is just so delicious. Favorite wine bars, Augustine is like super high-end, amazing wine, the best burrata I've ever had in my life, and it's just the cutest little vibe. That's in um, the 6th. And Le Barave is like a very cool, hip locals wine bar, always popping. So these are all just kind of like, depends what flavor of, of Paris you want, you know? And then a couple other, like four, like there's a place called, I'm going to probably butcher this name, but Itadakizen. And it is, if you want the smallest restaurant experience, they literally have five or six seats. It's just like, wow, <laughs> this woman who, do you, I don't know if you've spent any time in Tokyo, but there's those little parts of, um, there's this like street of bars and restaurants that like the golden guy. Yes, exactly. And so she basically, you sit around her like five humans and she makes you, you know, the three, four things that she makes it. And they have vegan, it's all vegan. They have vegan sushi and a really interesting take on sushi. Wow. Where they're using like eggplant and peppers and stuff instead of tasty slimy fish. So that's just a really unique <laughs> experience because it's so intimate. So yeah, those are kind of some of my, my food spots. Great. I love that. I love Le Barav. I think that's a good call also just for anyone. If you're a visitor or you kind of want young kind of cool hip music culture like yeah that to me really feels like someplace I would recommend people because it's I mean I have actually done work meetings with music industry in Paris at that bar (laughs) and they're like young cool you know folks so I definitely think that's a that's a really good shout that whole area is really cool honestly if you just only have a few days in Paris and you want like just some you want to get a taste of the the local energy it's just always pop in there any time of day good food really good wine just kind of super authentic i don't know young young hip vibes but there's people of all ages it's just agreed it's it's not too cool you know sometimes things can feel too cool <laughs> yeah i agree and i actually i think some of the adults in paris dress the coolest. <laughs> it's a town of like, yeah. you know, the cool culture actually is, you're right, it's ageless. But um, I, I agree. It is a, it's a fun, I think the energy is young, I guess. And it's yeah. fun. That's like a really fun, cool, cool spot. 
Okay. Well, that's kind of all for now. Thank you for your time. I want to share with you one of my absolute favorite things to do that to me, this is a must. It might only be like spring, summer, but this was one of the moments that I most fell in love with Paris along the Seine. I mean, they have dancing everywhere, rockabilly swing in like so many different squares, but along the Seine, it was like a Monday night at midnight, which, you know, in LA would be fairly dead. And there's like 300 people every night of the week who gather along the Seine at this one spot with live instruments, like live percussion and speakers, and they salsa dance every night. That's amazing. It's incredible. I just, if there's one thing I can recommend people to have like a unique kind of nowhere else experience, that's for me definitely one of the top beautiful experiences in Paris. I love that. I'm definitely going to do that. That sounds incredible. And you're totally right. I mean, the in the summer, because it, it stays light there so long, like even coming from LA, where I, I think of it as a land of sun, moving to Paris, in the summers, we'd get home at two in the morning. It wouldn't feel that late because we the sun was out until 11 p.m. <laughs> so you can sort of slide into the evenings in a completely different way. And, and midnight has a different sense about it. Like you can still really be awake and alive in that moment. It's great. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much for for having me. Of course. Have a great day. And I'm looking forward to hearing the music over the whole summer. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for being here today. Hope you enjoyed the chat on Molly on a Trip, Music Around Paris. Please check out the other great podcasts on the Paris Underground Radio Network. If you have a second, also, please rate us on Apple Podcasts. It does actually help. And if you want to find me, I'm at Molly on a Trip on Instagram, and I'd love to chat about music and food and wine and everything Paris. And I'm also super happy to hear suggestions for future guests. Thanks. Molly on a Trip, Music Around Paris was produced by Jennifer Garrity, the Paris Underground Radio Podcast Network. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.